Welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast, everybody, and happy official first recording of 2024, because last week we pre-recorded. <laughs> and with that, the 2023 season comes, comes to, to an, an end. end. Good night. I wanted nice to post on my nice. close friend's story so bad that was like, and with that, and with that, and with that, because literally it was my entire page, which it's like, I understand making it. And I think like making those types of videos are so fun. So I don't judge anybody that does it, but it's just funny when everyone does it at the same time. Cause it literally was that. I literally hadn't seen it yet. And I saw someone post that exact concept that and with that and with that. And then the next door I clicked on, it said in with that. And I was like, <laughs> What is is, what is this? But yeah, how? Okay, so we're gonna catch up on our holidays and everything. Also, I'm like I'm speaking for Jenna very briefly. Thank you for all the love on last week's episode. Yes, yes, everyone was very supportive and very sweet. They said, "Yay, another little baby, a baby, baby." Um, yeah, I feel I feel confident. Last week's episode, since we recorded it, like before. I feel like people came in to actually we're sort of doing a Q&A today and before you announced we had like the link live and I feel like feel like so many people were asking specific like questions like to both of us of like Ashley when are you going to start trying Jenna when's it going to be time for baby number two and then after you post like you posted then people went to the link and they're like okay so are you going to do anything differently so this what time are you gonna do? <laughs> and yeah. I was like just wait till Wednesday ladies I know it was so cute but yeah I'm excited about the Q&A. But yeah. how was your Christmas? My Christmas was good. You went to California. Mm-hmm. We did our, this is our first traveling Christmas, Cole and I, together. Because the past, like, two years that we've been together, we did just a Christmas in Ligonier and, like, Christmas Eve with my family and then Christmas Day with his and then... Well, it worked out kind of weirdly that stunningly. his family went also to... They have family in California as well. We have the best like in-law situation we both like consider ourselves very lucky like me with his parents him with my parents because I think both are very understanding and so about uh, actually it was Christmas last year my mom was like just so you know we will be going to California next year because my mom just doesn't like the cold and it was very cold last Christmas do you remember it (gasps) It was was like so cold yes I remember going to church and Mm -hmm. like literally being like you're you actually have to drive me up to the door because it is not safe no it was literally like two degrees and then with a windshield like a wind chill of like like negative negative 20 yeah Yeah, it it was was so cold so but I kind of love that vibe I know we have not had that yet it's snowing it was like sprinkling snow a little dusting earlier today but supposedly this weekend like the Saturday is supposed to be like a, a good bit of snow so we're planning like snow activities hitting the slopes yeah so I'm hoping the slopes I know Tanner still hasn't gotten to go skiing yet which he has a ski pass but that's he... what sucks about those passes it's like I'm buying oh sorry if you could hear me scratching my head I realized that was loud like if you buy it for the year and then you only get to go two times because no, well, it, he would never only go two times. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like that it's like not good outside. Yeah. Well, it actually was good conditions at Springs like all week, but his pass is like the step down. Mm. So it you're not allowed to go on, I think, President's Day weekend and then the whole week between Christmas and New Year's. Oh, my So like my three gosh. people called him and were like, you want to go skiing today? And he's like, I literally can't. Like Dang. my pass just doesn't work this week. So I think he's going to try to go this weekend, which is why I'm like... I don't know if, if he'll want to go snow tubing. Mm. I want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do, what do we think people think about a one-year-old going snow tubing? 
Uh, I would definitely say most people disagree with it, but like they think it's wrong. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't put her in her own too. No, no, no. Like obviously she would sit with you. I personally it, it have never. It also nev- kind of scares me. Yeah. But I'm I like- personally have never had like a bad experience where like the tube flipped or anything. But I think people out of precaution like are like all of the things that could happen. Like especially when you're in a lane and it's not like you're going to drip drift. Like it also like. People are probably screaming at us. <laughs> the way that like the snow gets when you, ri- you go down on it so many times, it's almost like ice. So if it does flip, like it actually hurts. It's like normal ground. Mm-hmm. I would not want that to happen to her. But I also like want to go. So like I think it would be fun even if I just pulled her around in the tube. Maybe if there's like a smaller hill on the side, I could kind of like go down. Mm-hmm. But also, Monty got a sled for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And do you remember when we hiked up for sunrise that one day? And it like was a really cold. Days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a few months ago. And she was just like really still. Like she like wouldn't move because it was mm-hmm. like cold. So we took her out in the sled and she would not move. Like, she's such a funny baby. She's literally sitting like this. <laughs> her personality is hilarious. Expressionless. My dad was like running her down the hill at their house. Like genuinely going fast. She was... <laughs> and then I was like, let's see what she does. I put her on her back in the sled. So she's literally facing flat. up and she just did nothing. She was just completely silent. I have a video. Also, like I saw her outfit. It's not like I'm like, it's not like she was cold. No, she, she was, was very layered warm. like but crazy. She just is like, That's I will not so move. Funny. So she's like, what a new sensation like this is being cold. I don't know if she just doesn't like it. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm like, I don't know if she would like snow tubing anyways. But next year, she'll definitely be. I want to know. I tried looking on their website. I want to know what like they deem is like an okay age to take kids. They're like, if you think it's fine, then sign away the waiver. Sign that waiver. But to California. Yeah. Both families were there, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So last Christmas, my mom was like, we're going to be in California. And so around summertime, we like said to Cole's family, like, hey, just so you know, like we're thinking of going to California for Christmas. And it was an interesting year for like Cole's family, like his dad's mom passed away and his dad was kind of like her caretaker. And so it was like the first Christmas that like really they don't have any like parents or extended family in Pennsylvania at all anymore. Mm -hmm. So it would have been like just the five of us, but Cole's mom, all of her family is in California. Like she was born and raised in LA and all of her family is still there, her mom included. And so um, some stuff like medical stuff kind of happened with her mom. So she, his mom went out at Thanksgiving and she was like, I'll just be out here until Christmas. And so it worked out like seriously. I was so happy. Like California is like obviously such a big state. And the fact that I grew up an hour away from Cole's mom and like where all of her family is, is like so wild to me. And so, um, it was just really good. And so we, got there on Christmas Eve and his dad and his brother flew out a few days before us. And yeah, we were with my family in the morning and we like stayed at my grandma's house. And then we had some other family that was in Newport beach. So we stopped and saw them and then made our way to LA and hung out with his family for like a a day and a half. And it was really fun. They're like, they are like all like the big family. I feel like I've always like craved. So it's like, Mm. um, uh, Cole's mom has three sisters and they all have like their own kids. Um, so it's a lot of cousins and like a lot of, yeah, the, um, his like one, like his one aunt had three boys and literally it goes like 
her oldest boy, then Jay, then her second, then her third, and then Cole. But they're all within like five years oh, of wow. each other. And so they're all great. And like then he has like these younger cousins that are like 18 to like nine. And Aww. so it was just a lot of fun. And I was just very happy. And so that was really good. My family was great. And yeah, now that you can't beat California. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Spent some time at the beach. Didn't go swimming because it was a little chilly. Tell about your good gifts that you received. My good gifts. Um, my biggest gift, which I feel like people have, every time I've told them about this, they're like, oh, like, <laughs> is that rude? And I'm like, no, not at all. Um, my father-in-law got me cooking classes at like a school in Pittsburgh. No, that's not I feel like people have been like, is he trying to send you a message? (laughs) Oh, no, you love cooking. Yes, I love cooking. And so I'm actually so excited about that. I was telling Jenna when I got here that like, I want her to help me pick classes because they have everything. There's some classes that you can pay for that are like really expensive, but it's like the basics of cooking. You'll learn how to saute and char this and like all of these like techniques. Mm. And it's like an actual class. Like it feels like if you would have gone to like, college for like because it's like five hundred dollars oh wow and it's like a multiple week thing I need to send Tanner to that (laughs) like go come back to me (laughs) well he just never learned the basics yeah it's like back to basics baby it is very daunting to learn no that's definitely fair I feel like the last few weeks like even like this week I've made some things and like the recipe like didn't Like I made pancakes like this week, but like a healthy pancake and like the recipe, I was like, this isn't right. Like as it was Mm. coming together and I was like, okay, I'll just add flour. And like, I needed to thicken it up. And as like, it was mixing, it was thickening up and then they tasted fantastic. And I was like, wow. And you're like, if it would have followed the recipe perfectly, then it would have been right. Yeah. And so it's just intuition. Yeah. I am feeling much more confident in like my skill and I'm like, okay, I like want to refine this. And Mm. so there's like a bread making class, a breakfast class, a there's date night classes. And it's like tonight's menu is going to be this. And so all of the date nights are sold out from here until April. (gasps) So I'm so sad. So I need to wait until like the next like set of classes get released, but that was one of my biggest gifts. I'm so excited about that. I <laughs> and that wasn't on your wish list. That was no. just such a nice, thoughtful gift. Yeah, I didn't. You got um, I got the aprons. aprons. Yeah. So Jenna had me in our like core five gift exchange. <laughs> we said that we wouldn't say that. Um, our friend, group our friend gift group gift exchange. gift exchange. Um, and she got me a ballerina farms uh, apron, and then my mother in law also got me a ballerina farms apron, but they were different. I'm so glad they were different because I told Cole that I got you that and he was like, Oh, my mom got her that after after the, the other debacle. The you're like, I, I can't like, care. I, don't care. <laughs> I was like, I know that she's opening mine first, so I don't care. Yes, they both were different and I love them both. Like it go- yours it all goes together with the cooking class. You it can does. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. And so she got me like a linen apron and then it came with like oven mitts and like a pot holder too. So cute. cute. I'm trying to remember. My grandma got me like a little, um, she got me gift cards, which also she got, my parents filled my stocking with gift cards. Uh, But I have not shopped at Nordstrom Rack in a long time, like literally years. And she, there's one in Riverside that I feel like when I lived there, I would go there a lot. But the one that's out near us is further away. So I just never really go there. But they have like good stuff. And between Cole and I, we have a hundred bucks. Are obsessed with Nordstrom Rack. Yeah. And so there was like a really nice like stainless steel air fryer. And I'm like, 
Should we get it? It would be $20. (laughs) I returned something recently. I won't say what it was. It was a gift at a store that I like. And I got like a gift card back. Mm. And then I was like, I can't wait to get like what I like something else that I want. Mm -hmm. And I got two things that I wanted. And the total was $4. Oh, this is amazing. Yes, I love that. Oh, oh, okay. Honestly, this is like another thing I was on the fence about for so long. I was like, I don't need another, my, everything for me was very kitchen themed. And my dad had me in like our family gift exchange and it was on my list, but he got me a, um, oh my gosh, no, a food processor. Oh, which I, again, like we have the Nutribullet. That's like our blender. And anytime a recipe is called for a food processor, I just pull it, put it in there. But I do have to say, <laughs> it works a lot better. It works so well, and I think the one that Wait, I got is it the attachment for the KitchenAid. No. Okay, so I, sorry, no, 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 I'm no, no. myself. Since we did the pasta night, I wanted to get the KitchenAid mm-hmm. just so I could make the pasta. I went through this in the last episode how I wasn't going to, but then I got one on Marketplace for fifty dollars. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I searched on Marketplace the attachment and I saw that there's like a million different attachments there I saw on TikTok this I was telling you about her earlier the same girl that make, home makes everything she home makes her own ice cream and literally is like yeah I saw they have a shave ice one yeah they have the, it's endless oh you want to know a really good gift that I thought of for next year or maybe mm. I'll get it for my niece for her birthday in February for kids it's like a little soccer ball mm. you put the ingredients to make ice cream <gasps> oh. you put the ice and stuff and whatever and then they kick it around for like an hour and then the ice cream is done. That is like that's such, such a good a gift. That's a good idea for kids because you're like, first, you want your ice cream? You can like make the ice cream with whatever ingredients you want. Second, it gives them an activity to do that they're actually motivated to do mm-hmm. because it's like, you're going to get ice cream and then they can eat That's what they such made. a great idea. Yeah, I love that. I actually want to search it up. Um, so I continue about your, kitchen, your food. Oh, processor. yeah, yeah. So the other day, or yeah, so I put it on my list. My dad, um, got it for me and like when we were in California he's like this is waiting for you in Pittsburgh and I was like okay cool and so we got home and because of this I need to find honestly I could find her name really quick she is my new inspiration my new who I want to be in life um I found her on TikTok oh my gosh stop it and she like home her whole TikTok page is just how she home makes stuff her name is Katie Culver I love her So K-A-T-Y underscore C-U-L-V-E-R. She home makes everything for her kids. She's a mom of four. And I just think that she's so cool. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So she like just home makes everything. So I was really inspired by her. And I was like, I'm going to make like a bunch of stuff that has been on my list. And I literally set aside like an hour and a half. And I was like, I'm going to make as much as I can. And I made these protein balls. And I've made these protein balls before. But it was like putting all the ingredients in a bowl, mixing it up like with a spoon and then hand rolling them. And it was they were good. It was just a process and it was just long. This time I was like, I'm going to put it in the food processor and see where it gets me. So it was just like peanut butter, um, honey, uh, protein powder, oats and then like chocolate chips, I think, and chia seeds. Mm -hmm. So I threw it like took zero seconds like so quick what brand is the food processor cuisine art okay it honestly feels pretty cheap but it like it's small light and compact like the blender that i got to make smoothies 
was literally on Amazon for $20. It works better than any blender I've ever had. Stunning. Like, is it like that Nutribullet vibe? Yes. It's just like small. I don't even know what brand it is. It literally blends my smoothie in two seconds. I don't know people, like if you're making smoothies like for a family, then like I, like a family of six, I'm like, okay, I understand getting a big blender, but we had like two blenders going growing up. I'm like, why? I think that was before Nutribullets yeah. were a thing, but I'm like, you all you need is a Nutribullet to get you by. My mom would never let us use our blender because to make smoothies because she was always like, it's going to be so much cleanup. And I get it. It now. is. Uh, like, yeah. The even, fact that you can just drink from the cup that you put it in now, you're ugh, just like, wonderful. It's amazing. So I put all the ingredients in, hit blend. It was blended in 2.2 seconds. Like it was so quick. And then it was it was like all mixed up and then it was done and I took the like lid off and hand rolled it out of there. I swear that project took 10 minutes you know and they are delicious. You know what you should make in there? Oreo balls. Ooh, that sounds good. My possibilities are endless now. I saw someone also that made cookie butter balls. Ooh. And that sounds so good. And that sounds delicious. Yeah, pro- like I made the protein balls I made before, like when I just like hand rolled them, my dad was obsessed with them. And so we're going to go to Florida at the end of the month. And so I'm going to, now that it takes 10 minutes, I'm like, I'll make as I'll many make as you want. Ones for you. My friend is going to have a baby here soon. So I told her I was going to make some stuff and put it in her freezer for her. And that like those ingredients will be helpful with like breastfeeding, for, yeah, breastfeeding after and everything. Is so mm-hmm. oh, I was like, who, who do you know? <laughs> Yeah, I told her, because I'm obsessed with pasta making now. We made it last night for dinner, and it's so easy that I was like, I'm going to make you Alfredo, and I'm going to put it in your freezer for you. (laughs) It's so good. I cannot wait. Yeah. We're going to, I brought my attachment. Well, we're going to make tortillas after this today, hopefully, if we have time. we're going to make some little quesadillas. So, hopefully, the attachment works with yours, and then you can just get the same one. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. It'll be fine. I mean, the mixer, getting it for 50 is a steel yeah i think yours is probably bigger than ours too because we got a little mini guy oh i don't know we'll see we'll i can't see. lift it down from the shelf so you'll have to it's, do yeah it's heavy it's very heavy what'd um, you get i got new dishes and they're so cute they're so cute and also tanner got me birkenstocks mm, which ones are they over there yeah, they're like, do you see Tanner's clogs? They're like behind it. It's like the basic brown. Oh, Birkenstock. like the two mm-hmm. straps. Nice. So yeah, I haven't had, I've never had Birkenstocks before. And I really like, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. I really like love embracing like the traditional mom vibe and I mm-hmm. love wearing dresses. So I've been trying to like make more of like a capsule, like mm. nicer dress, um, nicer sweaters, like things that I can wear. Yeah, like staple pieces. Yes, that are not just like loungewear, which I still always wear loungewear. You're like, I still reach for it. I mean, it's winter time. I know. It's so hard because our house is so cold without the fireplace, which still hasn't come. Yeah. And they haven't done anything. Wasn't that supposed to be... You haven't paid yet, right? Oh, we did. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, It was supposed to be the week before Christmas. Yeah, I remember that because we were hoping for it by our Christmas party. Yeah, so the house is really cold right now, but I could see myself wearing them more in the winter when the house is warmer. Anyways, so Tanner got me Crocs for my birthday. Mm. And I was like, here's the thing. (laughs) I like them. I will wear them constantly if I own them. And I don't want that to be... I want to go into the more mature vibe. Sorry Mm. to anyone who wears Crocs. No judgment to you. But I would like to be wearing... 
a linen dress with an apron and something else. Mm. So I was like, why don't we return the Crocs? And mommy gets some Birks. Get like the Birkenstocks. Because I feel like that's a good, like it's so casual. I'm not going to wear heels with a dress or something like that. I'm not trying to do that. Why? I thought you were chasing that traditional vibe. <laughs> Full stiletto. Yeah, imagine. I just feel like that's like the perfect look. I can wear like socks with the Birks. Yes. Or not. So. Yeah, I like that. Oh, and he also got me these earrings from Made by Mary. And Aww. they're like kind of like continuous. So like if your kid like pulls on them, like it won't rip your ear out. Oh, that's awesome. Is it like literally made for like moms? I don't or is know it just if it like, is, but my friend said it was, so I bought them. And <laughs> I, I believed her. <laughs> um, but I was going to tell my horror story of Christmas. My oh. emergency. Oh, visit. yes, 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 yes. So, Take it away. The floor is yours. <laughs> so we had, um, so Christmas happened, and then right afterwards we had guests staying with us for the whole week until New Year's. Mm-hmm. which is pretty typical. We usually do that. Yeah. I feel like it's been like that for like the past three years. Yeah. Um, but so we like had a bunch of plans for like different things we were going to do like while they were staying with us. And one of the things was going to my favorite restaurant, Guy Jin. Guy Jin, which so, also, how, when did you book that reservation? A long time ago. Okay. Maybe two months ago. Yeah. You have to book very far in advance. I had one friend that was like, Oh, we should go there for my birthday. Like what? And her birthday was like five days from now. And I was like, Mm. Oh honey, no, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so we booked it a while ago and so it was at 5 PM. The timing is important to note for this scenario. So at three 30 is when we left. I had a glass of iced tea right before that. And then I peed. And then we got in the car. And in the car, Tanner and I were sharing a, a Stanley of iced tea. Okay. I had just made a new batch and it was delicious, okay? <laughs> so we drive to Pittsburgh. Our reservation is at 5 p.m. So I pee at 3.30. We get there at 5. Everyone's like, why are you talking about pee? Like, so what's the pee thing? So <laughs> we go in the door. Immediately, like, sorry, even the whole, like, since half the drive, I'm like, I have to pee. Mm -hmm. And, like, by the time we park and everything, I'm like, I really have to pee. It's, like, starting to, like, kind of hurt. That's the worst feeling. It's the worst. And so we get there. I literally set my stuff down at the table and immediately go right back to the bathroom. I sit down. I, like, I don't even know how to, like, describe it. Like, release it. Yeah. Like, I feel like since, like ever since you've been potty trained, like it's like a mind game that you're just like, okay, like you can go like now. You just know like yeah. how to do it. Like everyone knows what I'm describing. Like I just released and I'm sitting there and sitting there and nothing's coming out. And I felt the release almost like come down right to like, almost like the hole where it was about to come out. And you're it's like, why isn't out. it coming I'm out? I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I like start kind of just like moving around. I'm like, well, I am pregnant. So like maybe it's just like kind of weird in there. Moving around and all this stuff. And I'm like, I really can't get out. And I really have to go. Like it's hurting. I have to go. I mean, up until this point, like I feel like nobody, unless somebody out there has experienced the same thing. But like you're like, I've never experienced this in my life. I have to pee. I'm sitting on the toilet. Go pee. And also like, so long story short, this happens the whole entire dinner. I basically spend the whole time in the bathroom and it will not come out. Like not even drops. Will I come can't, out. I guess I didn't realize the timeline. I can't believe you peed before you left the house. 
Yeah. I thought so, it was like I thought it was the entire day it had been building up. No, it was an hour and a half. That's crazy. I mean, I was drinking a lot on during that time, but it was only an hour and a half. So anyways, throughout the whole dinner, like I can't pee and everyone just kind of kept saying, which I know that Tanner believed me because he knows of anyone like that. I'm not pee shy. And we've talked about this on the podcast. Before. She pees anywhere and everywhere. I will pee anywhere. I do not care who sees me. So our friends, Nachi and Peter were with us and they just kept being like, just try to relax. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it is not a problem about relaxing. I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. I'm not nervous to be peeing <laughs> in this bathroom. It's nothing like that. It's not coming out. Something is wrong. So near the end of the dinner, it's getting really painful. So of course I Google like 15 weeks pregnant, can't pee. And it's like, this is an emergency. You need to go to the hospital immediately. And I'm like, is this like, you know, Google scaring me mm-hmm. or is this actually something I should be worried about? Is this about? something I should be worried about? Also, I'm in an immense amount of pain at this point. So I kind of am like, maybe I should go to the hospital. So basically we finished the dinner and everyone's like, why don't you try like just walking around or whatever? And I'm literally like, like walking around the city mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's the worst um, thing to okay. do. <laughs> and I was like, if I start peeing while walking, I'm just going to let it come out because I need the pee to come out. Like it hurts so bad. And everyone's like, okay. So we're just like walking, walking. We get back to the car and I'm like, we're going to the hospital. Like we need to go. Something is wrong. It and is it's in- also like, if it was just you and you weren't pregnant, it's like, oh, this was really uncomfortable, but it's, I'm sure in your Google search too, it was like, it was like, will lead to miscarriage, like could like lead to like your bladder bursting and sepsis and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm in Pittsburgh. McGee is right there. Yeah. It was such a lucky thing that you were so close. Cause imagine sitting in the car for an hour after like you've already reached peak pain. I mean, they, I mean, I would have went to a closer hospital, but also they said that they would have sent me there after. Mm. So anyways, um, and I felt so bad because I literally ruined the dinner. And then like Natu was with us. He was staying with us. And now he has to go sit in the waiting room of the ER. I go into the waiting room. And they're like, okay, sign in or whatever. And I look at the lady. I said, does it matter what's happening? Because I'm going to like, I'm not okay. And she's like, she'll talk to you when she brings you back. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... They call me back and I'm like, I'm pregnant. I can't pee. It hurts so bad. Like I'm like, I, I just can't, can't even imagine. sit. Where, at what week do they teach you this in med school? Like it's just so like whatever. I know. I, know. I like couldn't even sit. I was like doubled over and I like could barely talk. I'm like, it hurts so bad. I was like, please. Like I don't know like what's going on, but I cannot. It hurts so bad. And she's like, okay. And like immediately she's like, we're going to get you into a room. Like let's get you back. Let's go. And she's like, let me call your husband in and we're going to go back. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, it seems a little bit emergent. So they take me back and first they like do this like scan on my bladder, which like they had to like kind of push. You're like, please. It was kind of like an ultrasound machine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, please stop pushing. And, um, they're like, okay, yeah, like we're going to, we're going to get someone in here. I'm like, okay. So then they come in and they have to do a catheter. And first of all, I thought that they would somehow numb you, but they did not. Uh, but I mean, in the midst in. of everything that you were feeling, was it like not even that bad? Well, first of all, they were the kindest people on earth. Like I just kept being like, thank you so much for being so nice. Like I just needed someone who was nice. 
And I was like, is it going to hurt? She's like, it's going to be nothing compared to what you're feeling right now. So you're like, all right. But anyways, so she came in and she's like, we found out that you have a severely retroflexed uterus. It's tilting in a way that when your bladder gets too full, the uterus is clamping off the urethra. So like it can't, it literally can't get through. Like it's clamped off. So she's like, we're going to do the catheter. But if it doesn't work or if you feel a sharp pain, we're going to have to go in and move the uterus surgically and then like empty your bladder. So like we're going to have to move fast. So we need you to just like be as calm calm as possible. We're going to put the catheter in. So I'm like, okay. And they got in and I was like praying so hard. When I get into like these weird medical scenarios, I just become an evangelist. Like I'm literally like, she's Lord like, Jesus, come down. Right now. <laughs> she's like, and I'll praise you in this storm. <laughs> well, the song that I kept singing in labor was Jesus, I need you. And I told Tanner when they were about to go Catherine, I was like, I think I'm about to start singing that song again, <laughs> it's, it's coming out of me. <laughs> Anyways, they got it in. And the lady goes, how would you feel if I told you you're peeing right now? And I was like, really? Because you can't feel that it's coming out. Really? Yeah, like it's doing it for you. (gasps) It's in your bladder. And I felt the tube go up into me. It's in your bladder. And then the tube is just coming out into a bag. So it's literally like 15 minutes. She's like, still coming out. (gasps) And I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh. They get a lot of it out. And they're, then they do the bladder scan again. They're like, there's still some in there. So like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think I can pee now. Like it was just that it got too full. So I go in the bathroom and literally pee a normal full pee. That is. And I will post like the picture of how much was in there. This. There was so much pee in there. And she said that like, it should have burst. Like my bladder should have burst. Mm. That, and that's like really bad, Ooh, right? Septic, yeah. Oh, and that's like you would have to have like your bladder like sewn back. Imagine if you were just like, I'm tough enough. I can figure this out at home. Well, I said, what happened in the olden days? Literally, you're just like, oh, I can't pee. Well, tilted you do. Let's see what happens. So then they like, of course, were like, well, we need to see if this is gonna happen again. And I felt so confident. I was like, it's only if I don't like. It's only if my bladder's too full. And they're like, okay. Which is so interesting. I know. Because. So if you would have stopped on the drive and like peed, it wouldn't have happened. That's wild. And I, so anyways, they did like all of these ultrasounds and stuff after and I got to see the baby, which was nice and everything. (laughs) He was like, mom. He was like, please stop this. (laughs) Please stop the pee. (laughs) Everything like looked good with him. And I had to do an internal ultrasound, which was my first time doing that. I haven't like done any of this stuff before. So it was like so weird to me. But that's how they found out that it was, like, tilted back. They, like, suspected it at first. Mm. Then they, like, fully had to confirm it with that. Everyone Did they have to, like, so reshift kind. it? So that is what they will do if it happens again. Okay. And it will have to be, like, in a surgical-type procedure. Yeesh. It wouldn't be cutting, but, like, it would be, like, painful enough that they said, like, I would be in anesthesia. But I feel very confident that I won't let it happen again. You're like, I'm going to be peeing every five minutes. Like very anxious about like how often I'm peeing and how much I'm drinking and stuff like that. And it's been like such a weird thing to be anxious about. But basically the other thing they said is by 20 weeks at the latest, it should be good by 18. Is it caused by pregnancy? 
Yes, and having that uterus, the tilt. Okay. Which also is an endo symptom, which is very interesting. Wow. So it's just a lot of factors piling yeah, on like each kind other. Kind of like made sense. And then also because the uterus is tilted, so is the cervix, which also made sense for why I had painful cervical exams mm. and why it was like maybe some some back labor and like some other stuff. Like it could all be tied together, which I didn't know because I obviously did a home birth. So yeah. it was like, it answered a lot of things actually, but- they said that like the way that the baby will grow and everything will happen, it should resolve by like 18 or 20 weeks. Okay. But I have to do these exercises and like just be really careful about peeing enough. You're like at the <laughs> slightest inkling, you're like Tanner pull over. <laughs> I peed on the side of the road multiple times already. I believe I'm it. Like, I, if I were you, I would also be doing the same. I'd be terrified to get to that point again. Yeah. And also I'm like, if I get to that point again, I have to have surgery. So no, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. So yeah, that was a fun experience. And then after that, Tanner got sick, Monty got a tooth, you know, it all just It's all, really you know, it is on. never, there is never not excitement happening here at the There's Solich house. Always something Buddy happening. left us and it feels like the chaos has remained. <laughs> Buddy, Buddy left his barks. Yeah, he said. Kind of like in the energy maybe. Yes. Yeah. He said, yeah. I'm always with you, besties. He really is. So anyways, that was that was my big Christmas incident. That was your Christmas gift. Yeah. Mm. Sweet. You want to get into these questions? Absolutely. I don't know if you have anything else to add, but I just don't know where we're at on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at 22 when it got interrupted. So probably maybe 30, 32. Nice. So, okay, we did an anonymous Q&A. I would love to confirm again because literally like Nachi, Bex, and more. my sister were saying... They're like, we know it's not anonymous. I'm like, I oh will my show gosh. it to you. It is literally anonymous. So it is. <laughs> like literally look at all, like it, we can only view it as responses. There's so, like nothing connected to I feel any. like we always say too, like, oh, I don't know who sent this. <laughs> like, yeah. Or I have an inkling. You could change it so that it like takes your email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we did that. Well, never mind. We didn't take emails for. Oh, wait, maybe we did for like the picnic because I'm like, I need to know yeah. who you are. No, we did. Yeah, but oh, we have that turned more. off. I know. All right. Um. Let's do. Do you want to? Are you looking at it as like the question or the summary? I'm looking at the summary. Okay. I feel like a lot of them could be kind of combined. Okay, let's start with this one. Do you ever think about exes in marriage and how do you handle it? Um, that's funny because like being home, I and like in like Riverside where I had exes, I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're up to. But that's about as far as it goes. Interesting. <laughs> like, I like, I mean, I'll like also be honest. Like, uh, I'm like, I'll go look at their Instagram and be like, oh, what are they up to? But literally, I know you feel the same. I feel like. Neither of my exes compare to who Cole is, so no. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, there's never anything there. I feel like Tanner and I have, I we are at such, like, a comfortable place in our relationship that, like, nothing really could, like, offend us of the other one. But I feel like we have said, like, many times before, like, I do just wonder what would have happened if I stayed on this path with this yes. person. No, like, that's totally I fair. I would love to know. I truly don't know if anyone, like, would listen to this or whatever, but one of my exes just got married. Mm -hmm. And I only really had two other serious boyfriends besides Tanner. 
One was when I was like 13 to 15 and then like 15 to 16. So the one of them just got married and I'm always just like, what if I married him? Like, yeah. What would my life look like? Literally, what would it be? And, yeah. and it's not in a way where I want it, but like, I am could it just be like, better? I don't. Yeah, no. I do feel a lot of love for my exes, and I think Tanner does too. Like, they were just. I mean, in the end, sweet, it's like, like time. Like, yeah, kid. I don't think like any like for Cole and I that uh any ex like we look back and we're like what a toxic place I was in and it's just like okay like it didn't work out like yeah like my one boyfriend I was always like he's never on time to pick me up and I'm like okay (laughs) like I mean yeah that is annoying but like that was my pretty much big reason we broke up and I just like lost feelings yeah you're like whatever so it's like especially yeah when you like get married young it's like like Cole had one girlfriend in college I had boyfriends in high school but then after I moved to Pittsburgh I didn't date anybody until him yeah and so I'm like I don't really have like past relationship drama I do think if you're asking this because you are thinking about your ex in marriage um it is like I could see how that would be like a hard thing if you had like a breakup like right before that maybe you didn't want to happen do you know what I mean yeah like if you were super in love with a guy and he broke up with you that and yeah you're like I'm really sad and then like you do end up getting married you obviously love your husband but you're like I, I would have stayed with you, you but like, you broke up with me yeah, yeah if there wasn't really like hard. and I feel like that was like one thing like Cole kept saying like about his ex too is he was just like there wasn't like this big blow up And so it's just like, I, yeah, like I wish her the best. And I'm like, but I wish there was. Yeah. (laughs) It almost makes it easier to move on. Yeah. Cause it's just like, all right. Yeah. Like we just wanted different things. Yeah. But yeah, if that's the scenario, then that's definitely understandable. Um, a lot. Do you see any other like baby ones that we didn't answer on the, um, well, a lot of people asked, like, what are you going to do differently with baby two? And I would just like to summarize. I thought about this. Bullet points. Very specific things that I will do differently. Sorry if this is controversial. <laughs> um, I probably will be implementing self-soothing sleeping techniques early on and um, earlier on than I did with Monty. Yeah. You live and you learn. Sleep is extremely important. I'm not like a scream and cry it out for hours type of person, but I think a little five minute cry sometimes can really go in, do some pats, change your sleep cycle. And I wish I would have known that earlier. So sorry if that offends anyone. The next thing I'll be doing differently is not pumping. If I have to leave, I I pumped so much because I was so anxious about having to leave her Mm. and it caused an oversupply and ruined my breastfeeding journey. So if I have to leave her and I don't have any milk pumped, I will just give her formula for that day that I'm Mm. not there. So I don't have to worry about ruining breastfeeding for one day of a fine organic formula. Three, I will be giving (laughs) him a binky. Yes. I wish so badly that Monty took a binky. You there, tried briefly in the beginning, didn't you, or no? I gave, well, I just remember, like, a few days after I gave birth, my mother-in-law was like, you could give her a binky if you want, and I was like, okay. 
And like, I never understood why. Hmm. And she was never really interested. But now that I see kids her age, which again, also, maybe this is controversial. People don't like binkies. Tanner's actually kind of eh about binkies. Mm -hmm. But the thought of her... I feel like it in the car, just sucking on a binky and just falling asleep. It definitely helps with the soothing. She doesn't have any self-soothing techniques. The only <laughs> way that she will fall asleep literally is rolling around in her crib. Mm -hmm. Rolling. I follow this one influencer and her kid literally, they put a mattress like in his, like an additional like mattress or have like a wall of blankets in his bed. And he literally, it's the funniest thing, like throws himself against it until he falls asleep. <laughs> and here's the thing, maybe my kid will do that and he doesn't care about the biggie, but I'm going to try with the biggie. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and lastly, um, Sorry, I was going to add on to what this other one said. Oh, there the other person just said, what are your thoughts on circumcision? You don't oh, have to really? answer if you don't want to answer. And I was going to say, that decision is 100% in Tanner's hands. That's definitely fair. I have no idea how it would feel to be circumcised or uncircumcised. I don't care. I think we're probably leaning toward no. Dun, dun, dun. If we did circumcise, it would not be a hospital circumcision. That's so funny. I feel like that question just came through. I had not seen that at all. Um, Those are my answers of what I'll be doing differently. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people asked, like, are you going back to the hospital? Uh, what made you feel prepared for baby number two? Did you answer that last week? Oh, yeah, I think sometimes. Oh, and someone else said, um, you have mom guilt about having mm. Monty. Another baby. Another baby so close. No. I feel... I'm giving her a friend. I feel like it is not only a friend for now. I put this on my story that someone else kind of asked. I feel like it's not only a friend for now, but, like, I even think about how you just said, like, Coles has all of those cousins. Like, I don't know how many of them are married or what, but We're it's, like... We're the first married cousins. <laughs> imagine if all of them got married at the same time and you don't live in the same place as each other. Imagine they all get married... You really like, like, some of their wives. You all get pregnant together. You all raise your kids together. Like, I want to give my kids, like, lifelong friends, friends yeah. and, like, people to literally do life with because I don't have that. Tanner siblings are all done having kids in their 40s, like, and I love them, and I see them as mentors. But And then my sister, seven years younger than me, will be in that stage together, I think, at some point. But, like, I can't imagine if, like, three of my sisters or my brothers and their wives live nearby and we all had kids the same age. Yeah. That is like, so I think such a great thing as well as they can push each other on the swings. And like <laughs> as far as stuff, like, yeah, the know? tiny things. Yes. I mean, Monty's in the phase of being obsessed with like baby dolls and I feel like she's just going to be over the moon for like a real baby. Yeah, and it's not to say like it won't be hard, and I'm sure there will be times when I have to be with the baby and Monty wants me, and I will have mom guilt. But overall, I know it's a good decision for us. Yeah, exactly. Would you like to answer the question about you, <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to not? Oh, oh, uh, yeah. So someone said, "What is your personal timeline for when you guys want to start having kids?" Um, just know it's on our minds. We're surrounded by a lot of kids, <laughs> so. <laughs> 
you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Stay on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. I'll go into the next one too. Um, someone said, Ashley, I am no means by any, uh, but I am no means a Disney adult by, but my husband and I have been debating take our one and two year old for a day when we were visiting family in Florida. We're thinking of doing magic kingdom because our daughter loves princesses. Any advice on or ways to make the trip best bang for our buck? So first of all, I think people think that like going when like the kids are that young is like pointless. And I feel like if you go in with the mindset of like this day might be very hard and like very challenging, then it only has the possibilities to go up. But I say that because they are free until they're three, I think. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So I feel the the same way about flying. I'm like, get them on a plane as much as possible because hopefully by the time you're paying for them, they're like well seasoned um, because I think you have to start paying for them at two for for flying. Disneyland might be two as well. I can't, or Disney World. uh, I can't remember exactly, but I think when I was a kid, it was three. Um, but I like you're on the right track. I definitely think go to Magic Kingdom. There's areas where you can go visit the princesses. Um, depending, oh, you said next month. I okay. So I'm trying to think quick tips. Best bang for your buck. Pack your own lunch, and then get just purchase treats because food is very, very expensive. Um, stay off property, like not at a Disney hotel. If you're trying to save money, if you're staying with family, and you can just drive in, then that's definitely the best. And then don't invest in genie plus because it probably won't be that busy anyways and genie plus is like the fast pass i was gonna ask if that was it yeah those would probably be my quick rapid fire like responses if you want i can give you like a full layout if you want more um info please by all means dm me on instagram or dm the podcast and i'll respond to you in more in depth (laughs) i hope it's so fun i have actually seen a few of my friends going recently with their little ones and it does look like they have a lot of fun you could do you did you guys set a date for costa rica yet no because i don't want to say but we're thinking of a different trip ah okay so you want to go through florida anymore i don't know okay i don't know we'll talk we'll talk okay uh what are your big financial goals Money. I'll tell you mine. Okay. I'll go after. Our number one goal is to have a big house on land. Mm-hmm. That is like what we care about in life. I yeah. want to have a big house that... Sounds like the notebook quote. A big house with a lots big of room. <laughs> like has that and a porch that wraps around. <laughs> so I can paint. <laughs> no, I really want a big house where like our kids can... All, I don't care if they all have their own rooms, but I would love that like everyone could come back to it when they're older and stay with their families. Host would, weddings. <laughs> like the kids' yeah, weddings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love to have like a place if our parents ever needed to mm. live with us that they would be able to stay. Um, and I would love just like land that we can, you know, Tanner really wants like quads and like stuff like that. Um, that is truly our number one goal in life and the biggest thing that we care about. Also, just like, I don't, I love cars. I Mm. just would love to just like always have, you know, nice, reliable cars that Mm -hmm. don't need to be fancy or anything. And that's my big goal. That is good. I would love to be able to stay at home sometime within the next few years. Yeah. I think it's in the works people <laughs> they're cooking baby 
um, the boy, if you care, the boys aren't here right now when Monty's napping because they're, they're out cooking for us. Yeah. <laughs> if you missed it, they started a video production company and they're doing really good. They got some like, yeah, they've got some clients. And so like we put a, put in one episode, if you are looking for any video work, reach out to our boys. Yeah. I, it's, it's crazy. Like for a while they were just kind of like getting, this has literally started. been like a year and a half in the works. I feel like they've been talking about it. Wait, this is actually so cute. Cole is looking back on his 2023 goals. And one of them was start a business with Tanner. I think that was on Tanner's too. So cute. It's so cute. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like this week it's just like kind of all come together. Like they're like, we're getting this gear. We're getting this thing. We got these clients. And I feel like once you start, like it's only that, will snowball how weddings are too. It's yeah. like, you word of mouth and you're posting and people are seeing it and stuff. So it's very exciting. Yes. I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud of them. Financial goals. I feel like I am kind of like all over the board. I want our family like one day to have like the most amount of experiences as possible. So I feel, feel like this year, I don't know if I said this like in our goals episode, but I'm really trying to like rein in like miscellaneous spending and like just be very intentional about like, okay, like I went to Target and dropped 150 bucks today. Like that didn't happen, but like that has happened in the past. And it's like, that was ridiculous. When the week before I booked flights to Orlando to visit my parents and go to Disney for the same amount of money. And it's yeah. like, why did, why did a and Target a trip take that things, out of me? The Target things are never things, you can't ever remember what you got no. from that. No. And yeah, we both are definitely on our frugal Yes, I'm like ready to crack down because I want to be like financially successful. And like I, th- I said this in the episode, but like we set up our retirement account. And so like not like this week, since it's a new year, like there's a new like limit and everything. And so I set it up like, OK, like take this money every other week because like we're going to be investing and like all of this different stuff. And so I feel like big like financial goals is just to remain like as of now, the only debt that we have is our car. And in the next three or four years, it'll be paid off. And so I think like just to remain debt free eventually till a house one day. And I think like, I, I don't know. I'm like all over. You're definitely much more like on target than me, but I'm like, Ooh, what about this? What about this? Yeah. I think like having like a house and like a home base, like to call home, that's like what we would want, but maybe not dream. And then also taking like the extra money and like traveling and we've talked about van life for forever and just like I think as we like think about a family like our biggest thing is just like giving experiences I know you guys are the same way and I'm just like okay how can I make this like so fun for them and like so I think that my mindset has just really shifted to like okay that starts now (laughs) like I have this time to plan and like be in intentional about where money is going. And so I said to Cole on the way here, I was like, no more Target trips, no more Starbucks, unless we have gift cards. Like, it's just... I, that's how what we're doing too. It's like, just, I feel like honestly, everyone is doing it too. Cause I've seen people on TikTok that have said the same thing. Said too, he's like, I'm not buying that. Like I'm saving. Yeah. Like even like yesterday we were in Aldi and like, I love the Crofton like brand and like that section, all of their kitchen gadgets are always like, Oh, I didn't know like that existed, but I had been like wanting like a, and if we do spend like spending more intentionally, like a Mac bid or like Facebook marketplace, like I wanted a like slicer, like a mandolin and the whole big chunky thing is like so ginormous. And I'm like, I don't have the space for that. 
at Aldi, five bucks, little handheld mm, slicer. I was like, nice. perfect. And so like, just, I don't know, random stuff. I, that was a long winded, but our, my biggest financial goal is to travel as much as possible. <laughs> I also would like to say my other financial goal is I never want to be the person that's like, I want to get a second home. I think that mm. I would love if a bunch of us could all give like $30,000 and we get like a small cabin in Colorado or California. I Okay. Um, I don't know how in-depth I should go on this, but Cole's cousin moved to Colorado. 400000 For a house? Yeah. Was it nice? Like, it's like big? new construction and everything. <laughs> Where is it at? Springs. Colorado Springs. Uh, yeah. But I'm like... Okay, because I literally thought Colorado was like easily everything's in the millions. Well, when we were in the one town that we loved, we were looking on Zillow the whole time, and a full like a literal trailer, like a trailer, was three hundred fifty thousand. <clears throat> That's but crazy. I would love like okay, if you actually think about it, it doesn't need to be big. A small cabin that has like a little kitchen, a bathroom, maybe a bedroom, and like a loft with a bunch of like mattresses for the kids. If we could find that for like even three hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and six of us all split it, yeah, and then we just planned when we were gonna go. Like, and I just I think, don't yeah. understand why people don't have those like group mentalities anymore. Yeah, I agree. I think something like that would be fun, like a little collaborative effort. And I said the same thing to Cole. I'm like, what if we have like a house by the beach, and then we have like one in like Pittsburgh, and like I know my parents like would be down for something like that. And so I think, yeah. I mean, that's always like been our mentality about travel anyways, is like traveling in groups and we're like, it literally saves so much, but yeah, I like that idea. I just think it would be like fun to have like a really bare bones cabin that you could always count on that you could go to. Yeah. Very similar to like a, uh, the summer I turned pretty vibe where it's like the summer house. I didn't watch that. Oh. They all is go it to big, the. Though? Yeah, it's huge. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm like thinking this is literally like a shack. <laughs> like I want a shack in the woods. Um, what are your favorite episodes to record? Do you like user submissions or uh, prefer chit chatting? I go back and forth. I agree. Like some of the user submissions, I'm so shocked by. I'm like, oh my god, that was crazy. And yeah, I love it. And then sometimes it depends. Like if we have something to talk about. Yeah, I like, I feel like a few weeks ago, we were like, we just pressed record and we didn't know what was going to come out and we always just keep going. But if we're like telling a peace story, I'm like, oh, we have so much to talk about (laughs) or if it's been a long time. So I go 50-50. Yeah, me too. If you could know any statistic of your life, what would you choose? Number of times you've sneezed, miles you've walked, et cetera. I know easily what mine would be. What? How many times I've pooped? Mm. Or maybe the volume of poop that has come out. <gasps> how much waste you've had. Wouldn't it be weird to like know how much has passed through you? Yeah. Or maybe like... How many pools of pee could you fill? Pools. Oh my God, that's so scary. Imagine. You know, it would be really scary. Hmm. How much money have I spent? Mm-hmm. Thank you for Chase Bank for giving me a recap. I haven't oh. looked at this year. I don't yeah, know if well. this year's processed, but last year. And I was like, no, that's not true because I don't make that much money. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Ash. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. What would you want to know? What, what's your stat? How many times I've had sex? Really? <laughs> yeah. I've said to Cole so many times, I'm like, how many, like, do you think? How many times? Give and me a ballpark. He's like, I haven't, I'm like, 100? How many? 500? 1,000? 5,000. 
imagine. What is it? Oh, God. What is that quote that's always on TikTok? Could be 10, could be 20, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, that leads into the next one. What's your fave sex position and why? For real? No, I'm not. Excited. Oh, okay. I was like, are we are actually? No. I, you're much more like ambitious with stuff like that sometimes. So I was like, I mean, if she will, I will, I guess. I, I will say I don't have a for sure favorite. There's a few that I like to. <laughs> like to mix in there. <laughs> I have a favorite. Okay. I'll tell you after. Okay. <laughs> um... Do you regret getting married so young? Yes. <laughs> Worst decision of my I life. I see that. I wish I would have gotten married younger and had a child immediately. Mm. I wish more than anything that if I could go back to my teenage self and say, you will marry Tanner, so just do it now mm-hmm. and begin your lives. Just begin your lives. Yeah, because you guys dated through both of you graduating college. Yep. Yeah. No. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nope. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, I didn't know Cole and like we started dating and then I was like, yep. So yeah, no, no regrets. I just wish it literally I was 19. Yeah, I know. It would just be, I mean, how could you regret more time with the person you love? Yeah. Like I, if we were both divorced, we could (laughs) be like, yeah, no, that was dumb. Yeah. I don't know if I know anyone that did get married so young that's like, yeah, I regret it. We do listen to a podcast where the girls got married young and they say they advise other people. I have not personally, which I don't know if I technically fall in like getting married young. I got married. I say at, like in today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were 21 and I was 23. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. In today's age. But I feel like also it, my, in my family, both my mom and my aunt got married at 18. So I was very old. I was ancient when I got married. This girl's going to dry up for real. Um, there's obviously things that are more challenging about getting married young as the fact, like, I don't know, maybe, yeah, it would be nice if I was single right now. I met a 30 year old guy who has his shit together. He owns a house. You know, I just walk into that, become a stay-at-home mom, whatever. Yeah, that would be great. But, like, I would never, like, give up trying to figure it out together at 19. Yeah, everything that you guys have experienced has made you who you are. Yeah, like, like so you're like, fun. so would you just erase the last five years of your life? Sorry, I don't want to feel like I'm attacking the person that um, wrote in that message. Because I'm sure there are people that maybe had a lot more challenges early on. And yeah. so they're like... Yeah, no, that was really hard. I was so naive. And there are challenges, but there are with any age, any relationship. Yeah. Um, advice for feeling behind your peers when it comes to sex and dating as a Christian saving myself. Embrace it because that yeah. was me. <laughs> Literally all of our friends. Like, so when I met Jen and Tan, they'd been married probably for like two, a year and a half, almost two years. And so like, obviously they were a married couple having sex. And then a lot of just like my friends around me had had like sex before and I had it. (laughs) I've had sex before. I've had sex before. And like, I feel like there were some jokes that were thrown out at times that like stung a little bit. But if you're like confident in like what you're doing and like what you're about, then I just kind of like let it brush off after a while. I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, I feel like as confident as you can be about it like that will also attract 
the type of person you're looking for. I I don't know if this was TMI, if he would hear this and, or like if he, he knew I said this, if he would be weird about it. But like Cole said, like when he found out, like in what we weren't even dating yet, like we hadn't talked about it. Like my friends kind of said something and he was around of like, oh yeah, like Ashley's a virgin. She's never had sex before. He was kind of, <laughs> makes him sound weird now that I'm going to say it, but he was like, oh, like that's attractive. Like, well, it shows a lot of self-discipline. It shows that you really care about your values and that you are like very like, I don't want to say more mature, but I mean, kind of, I mean, that's just the standard is just like hook up when you feel like it. But like knowing like nose is important enough to me to like weight is very mature yeah and I did like know like there was I don't know I feel like part of my personality is I very much like have a core set of values and it's just like and through a different personality test that's very evident but like I have a core set of values and that's like what I believe and there's nothing that could like sway that for me it's like a blessing and a curse at times but that is just part of that and I was very confident in it and I knew I honestly feel like religion or not, I would have always been that way. It's obviously impossible to know, but I feel like I would have been like, I don't want to get naked with you. I've known you like a month. Like, Yeah. I mean, I feel like even in the secular world, like there are a lot of people who are like, well, I want to wait like until like I really know that you're not just going to like screw me over. Mm-hmm, exactly. And definitely through church, it was always preached that this was like an intense thing and intense emotions would happen and so I think and it is yes a thousand percent and I think I was very nervous of the physical and the emotional and I was like I'm just gonna save myself some heartbreak but feeling left behind I would honestly say like and I'm sure like you can speak to this too but like I would just say remind yourself of why you're doing it and I don't know, just kind of check your values and be like, okay, wait, is this what I believe? Is this what I want to be doing? If so, like, I don't know. Stand firm. Stand firm. Hopefully (laughs) your friends aren't making fun of you like some of mine were, but (laughs) I, yeah. To stay on that topic, my boyfriend and I have different religious beliefs. I am Catholic and he is Christian. How do I tackle this? Because it has been a hot topic for us lately due to the difference in what we believe. I guess I don't know much of difference between Catholic and Christian. I felt like those were a little bit more synonymous. So I don't know where the disconnect is. Yeah, I mean, they definitely believe in the same God. Mm -hmm. But there's like a lot of things in Catholicism that are more ritualistic, I would say. And works-based. Yeah, and there's a lot of like the saints and like mother mary and everything like that yeah um what would you say to this (laughs) sorry monty just woke up and i see her on the monitor um i don't know that's very hard i mean i think the biggest thing to ask yourself is like okay you're just dating you're not married you don't have a family so like how like you don't have to get married Mm-hmm. You're not married. Mm-hmm. Do you want this to be the person that you spend your life with? Or are you looking for someone who is more aligned on your values? Do you want your kids to both be Catholic? Like, do you want your kids to be Catholic? Is that important enough to you to, like, you should date someone who's Catholic? Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with looking for someone with the same values. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know how to tackle it. I don't know. If you want to stay together, I don't know. I think that <laughs> it's much more know. like able to work through than it would be if they didn't believe in God at all, if they were Mormon. Like yeah. there are some other religions that it would definitely be tougher. But I would say like just keep the dialogue going and like if yeah, I think talk about like how you would like raise a family and if you feel like you're at a crossroads or really neither one of you wants to budge. I don't know. I feel like religion is just a really hard one when it comes to raising a family is my personal feeling. Like, I feel like politics you can like put to the side. I personally believe that. I feel like that's kind of a hot take, but there are some things that it's like, okay, we don't necessarily need to agree a hundred percent on this, but I feel like religion is one of those, especially when it comes to kids. Yeah. This one kind of shocks me. Do you ever think about what you might have missed out on by getting married and having kids so young? I don't think I'm young. I was going to say, you had Monty, like, right after your 26th birthday. Yeah, like, it shocks me, truly, that, like, the average age that a woman gives birth to her first child is, like, after 30. Yeah. At this point. I am so... I am missing out on nothing. (laughs) I am thriving. I'm so happy. This is what I was supposed to do. Yep. Um, Do you want to go into, like, the photo stuff? Yeah. How did your photography clients take the news that you wouldn't be at their wedding? Um, there's only one person that I might not be able to go and I already hired someone to shoot it and I will edit it. So they were fully confident in that person as they should be. And it was totally fine. Bing, bang, boom. How much can you make as a photographer potential for good income? Yes. Yes. I mean, if you're really like, I feel like it can be like whatever you want it to be. And I think that's, what's really nice about it. Like right now we have a good, set up a church and so we're continuing to like collect on our church income and I think again like we have big financial goals and we have like trips that we want to go on and stuff and so I think photo and video like really open that door I feel like you guys I mean it's your your main source of income but for us it's very much like our fun money and saving money and so I think it's if like you have a talent in it, then it's great because yeah, you can take five wedding clients. You can take 50. <laughs> yeah. And I, I will say like, aside from being like an actual like editorial photographer or someone like that, weddings are definitely the most lucrative mm-hmm. thing you can do. Um, like if you're just trying to, you know, do sessions or do seniors and stuff, maybe I would say not that much potential, but being a wedding photographer is a great income and if you are willing to hustle you can make bank yes that's definitely true i also like the next question that says what is a great side hustle you both would do because i've actually been considering this in like our like money because i feel like in the past when both spending and making money it's like oh that was just twenty dollars oh it's just going i'm just spending twenty dollars or i'm just making twenty dollars but now i'm very much like that's twenty dollars like it's twenty dollars i didn't have before Mm -hmm. or like um, so I had one of my friends, I think she actually listens to the podcast. She told me the other day, she was like, oh, I have to leave dinner early because she was coming over to our house for dinner. She was like, I have to leave dinner early because I have to be at my house for a, um, dog sitting client to be dropped off. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I'm making $500 this weekend for this dog to live in my house. And I was like, oh, oh. so like if you get on Rover, you can do dog walking dog sitting or dog boarding wait can i say something yeah 
I did this once. Really? The first year that Tanner and I were married. And one time me and Madison were shopping at like grocery shopping and like I had to stop and like let the dog out and she like came in with me and like let the I'm dog so out scared. and the lady like saw it on the camera she's like why would you bring your friend in you're fired <gasps> oh no as a woman I'm bringing Cole with me every time yeah so anyways I've just been considering dog walking or like letting a dog out to go to the bathroom I don't I'm not oh, trying to can. board any other dogs <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we can do you want to grab her I was gonna say we can wrap up why don't you read the mean one while I go get her oh oh yeah 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 okay Monty's about to join the podcast everybody she's been very sweet recently and also learning lots of new things so she'll have a little nice cameo um this one I definitely don't think is mean because it was it was leading with a lot of thought but she said I mean this in the most loving uh, I mean this with the most love you girls should really stop trying to say like so much it's once which also now that I'm saying it and also that she's gonna her phrase goes on longer I'm gonna notice it more once I noticed it it's so hard to unhear and I'm not joking it's 10 times per sentence you're smart and you have good stories to tell but it's so distracting and takes away from the actual content there probably are a bunch of you in the background right now that are like yeah tell them <gasps> Monty June has joined hi angel sleepy sleepy girl yeah, here's the thing. Every woman on the planet Earth says like. Yes. And I think we, even like in the course of this episode, knowing that question was coming or like statement was coming, um, I have noticed me saying like and literally. So I'm like, awesome. But we will take the um, constructive criticism and we will do our best. Take it in consideration. <laughs> I'm like, I'm willing to change. And Jenna's like, I'm perfect. Which you I are. I just think it is genuinely a part of American vocabulary at this point. I agree. And other countries definitely probably think we sound like idiots. And we are. And we are. Would you like to say something in the microphone? Can you say mama in the microphone? <gasps> mama. Dada. She was like, I just woke up. Why am I having to perform? Remember when she would literally sit in a little bouncer right there? Yeah. I am she sad. Don't grab it. Okay. All right. Ready to be done? Yes, I'm ready to be done. We've probably been going for a while. All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you so much for your questions. And maybe we'll answer some more. I feel like we got like to half. But again, a lot of them I feel like were about like your pregnancy and stuff. Um, so with that, we love you guys. And we will see you next week. Bye. bye. Say bye-bye. Can you wave bye? Goodbye. <laughs>